Coming to you from Scenic the Basement at ICN Studios in Brooklyn, I'm Jana Jefferson and this is And Friends with Jana Jefferson. Every other week, me and a new guest host each time are going to discuss the latest in pop culture, the industry, life, and more. And today's guest is none other than Rukia George! <laughs> <laughs> so how are you today, Rukia? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And how are you? I'm good. You know, Easter's passed. It was a rough Easter um my car died oh gosh or or it's like in purgatory oh so it's, like, it's about that time yeah yeah Aww. um the end i think it was the transmission and uh, my mechanic was basically like it's pretty invasive like if we were to look to see the issue and mm-hmm. i know you don't want to yeah have to do that again so Aww. you might as well just just get rid of it it's time to depart yeah 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 <laughs> but um you know what I'm here all the time, so like I don't really need it. I was gonna say like so you're, it's like yeah, it's, in the city. it's all right, <laughs> but it's like uh, it's just kind of sad. I like that car. It it, it happens. Yeah, he, he was cute <laughs> till a point, and then yeah. he just like started giving me all these issues, and I'm like, whatever. So anyway, before each episode like officially begins, I give something called my Beyonce mood of the day. Since, <laughs> okay. since you know, yeah, she's like life, my thing. You did so, get tickets, like, right? Oh, girl, yes. Oh, okay, <laughs> did you get tickets? <laughs> of course, of course. I'm going to the Philly show. Same without. <laughs> See each other. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Ah, uh, we got god. a club box thing. Oh, oh, come I don't on. know. There has to be a glitch. It was only like two twenty per, per per person. Oh, those are usually like four something. Come on, I'm not complaining i'm not asking questions <laughs> nice i didn't get that <laughs> we Aww. just got i woke up like late on the pre-sale day mm-hmm. and i still got tickets i'm like wow everyone's complaining about like oh i didn't get my ticket i didn't get my ticket i'm like i woke up late and still got mine so like i don't know what your problems are they weren't they weren't smart enough and they yep you work work smart not hard exactly. that's basically <laughs> what it is so you give your beyonce mood of the day basically by saying like a lyric um a song title how you're feeling basically today mm-hmm with Beyonce. Okay. Hmm. It's a little hard. There's so many to, like songs to choose mm-hmm, from. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> Jesus. What's the one where she was like breaking everything with the with the yellow dress? Oh, hold up. Yeah, that's definitely how I'm feeling today. Oh, I don't know. Random. I just feel that way because like everyone at my job, they just hate the job. So everyone's just like <laughs> not in the mood. I had to like handle escalations and whatnot. So oh. I was definitely like just on edge all day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that definitely describes it because I'm just ready to bust up out of there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine is a lyric from Kitty Cat. Mm-hmm. Acting like I'm not nobody. You're going to make me call somebody. Oh, gosh. Just because, like, it, you know, it works for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like, take it as it is. But that's how I feel today. Very, like, like that. <laughs> so, fans of the show, listen. I have a Spotify playlist for Beyonce Mood of the Day. So, you search Beyonce Mood of the Day on Spotify and you follow the playlist. And each song mentioned by myself and my friends to start off the show have been and will be added to the playlist. Except for the Lemonade because they don't have the Lemonade album on Spotify and they no. need to fix that. It's not on Spotify. It's not on anything but Tidal. Well, and I, I don't want to pay $20 for Tidal. Like, I love Beyonce and Jay-Z's all right. But, like, no. I ran nah. out of email addresses to even think of. <laughs> like, I saw, I like, a don't. meme. It was just, like, oh, when you have, like, different email addresses and it's just, like, a, the same picture with, like, a different, like, hat. Yeah. <laughs> they caught on because they would, like, ask for your phone number and it would obviously be the uh, same number. I Tidal, like, broke down on it. Mm. Yeah. I did that for ColourPop. I would use different because <laughs> they had, like, a $5 off coupon. I'm, like, everything at ColourPop is 6 bucks. <laughs> pay, like, a <laughs> for lipstick but yeah uh follow that spotify playlist because uh it's beyonce season and um you gotta be ready <laughs> so uh the first section of the show is called talk of the town um since we don't have a lot of time we're gonna just do one talk of the town topic channing tatum and oh. his wife jenna, jenna broke up after well got are getting divorced yeah after nine years of marriage um, they apparently started to grow apart within the last year. Channing had moved out of the house, apparently. And they said there were no secrets nor salacious events that broke them up. They just realized they just needed to not be together anymore, which is, like, really sad. Yeah, that kind <laughs> of broke. When I saw it, I was like, I just don't know what to believe in anymore. Exactly, because they were my favorite. Exactly. Oh, and was man. it last year when they did the lip sync battle Yes, thing? I watched that yesterday to fill the void. Ugh. That pony, oh, my God, that was so yeah. good. And then Beyonce popped out. <gasps> yeah, like, that, that was that's such a gold. good lip sync battle <laughs> performance like yeah. that whole battle was so on point with the exception of him doing like frozen because yeah. that was like for his daughter or whatever it wasn't that great but <laughs> jenna dewan 
she did like Cold Hearted Snake or something. By, and then Paula Abdul danced with her. Mm-hmm. And then she did Pony. And that was like Amazing. awesome. Man, they were so cute. I know. They met on the Step Up set, fell in love. They, oh my God. Oh, yeah, like so that's sad. a whole, that's worth a movie or something. Oh, man. A little something because, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty heartbroken over it. So why do you think we get so involved in like celebrity relationships? Just because they're like always in our face? Yes. And I think it's just the idea of seeing other people happy. And then you're just like, you kind of want that as well. Obviously, we're. Not everyone's going to end up with a celebrity, but mm-hmm. it's just, like, that idea. I think that's what, like, attaches us to it for sure. And they, like, even on, like, social media and stuff, they look so happy. And I'm just like, I guess that's, like, you can't really believe everything you see. Exactly. Because even when, like, oh, my God, not to bring up, like, something awful, but uh, Fabulous and Emily B, like, they would have, like, <sighs> cute pictures and stuff. And now he's, like, wielding a knife in her face. So, like. <laughs> First of all, she should have left him um, from season one of Love and Hip Hop because that's <laughs> when we knew he he wasn't um, a good guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, yeah. Oh, the, he was, like, holding a knife. Like, yeah, that I think it like was a knife. knife. Yeah. Oh, my God. I watched it, like, I kept rewatching it because it was so disturbing. I just was just like, what happened? And then, like, he went to, a, he like, did a show in yeah, New they York released like, the him. next day, and they're just like, oh, like, fab, team fab. Like, no. people are hanging out at his shows and having fun. I'm like, we need to stop this toxic culture of, like, these celebrity men yeah. doing wrong, but they're, like, God level, whatever. Wow. It's like their Ugh. reputation can't be touched. That's why R. Kelly's still running around here being disgusting i know it's so bad like he's really a weirdo but it's just like <laughs> he calls himself the pied piper of yeah. r&b the pied piper leads people and mice and shit out of their house yeah with like a flute he's just weird he's nasty he's so he's gross. just it's just bad like yeah even <laughs> i can't like r kelly's just a really big weirdo and it's just like <laughs> we all love him so much musically like we can't mm-hmm. help it he's on a lot of things that people don't even know about that's the thing like mm-hmm. he's a really good writer mm-hmm. so of course he's, he's gonna get booked forever it doesn't really matter so gross and you know the thing with r kelly is he's like preying on the people like the girls that no one cares to defend exactly. which is disgusting because mm-hmm. like we know like from the like no one cares about black girls as sad as that sounds like it's as a black true. girl it sucks but like if if R. Kelly had like a white girlfriend or a white little um like uh, what sex pet he called them, <laughs> this is so gross. There was a documentary like the British one that came out like last week. Mm-hmm. Mm, that was just, just terrible. Like we all knew about it, but just hearing uh I think one of his girlfriends was talking about it. I think uh what was her name? Uh I forget her name. Kitty. Mm-hmm. Kitty Jones or something. And she was basically like, yeah, I met like one of his like 14 year old girlfriends and bro that's that's not okay like he would teach her how to like do nasty things oh no make it stop make it stop (laughs) (laughs) yeah r kelly needs to stop fabulous needs to stop um but channing tatum and jenna dewan do not because they're just so yeah they need to reconsider yeah (laughs) uh, like i hope that you know i mean like they said they were still in love so i feel like you know, just give it some time. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've all sort of had the, yeah, like, they, those I mean, kind of relationships with people. They just needed time. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just like, to everyone Let, else, let's we're give just them like, some what, time. what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> let's just give them some time. Because yeah. amicable splits, like, I feel like everyone's had at least, like, one. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, just, like, give it some time, see where it goes, and, mm-hmm. like, whatever happens, happens. Exactly. So we'll see what happens with them. Man. <laughs> so sad because they're really 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 cute yeah and their baby was cute and everything yeah that idea they're like perfect but of course you never there's know. nothing sacred like no. who, who i feel like like i don't really care for celebrity relationships that that one hurt me though and you know who also hurt me fergie and josh demel right that ripped me apart um i thought they were adorable mm-hmm. they were really fun together well, he probably well, sang for end? her or something. She, she sang for him probably, and like he's oh, like, no, he was girl. just over it. Like, I don't know what I was listening <laughs> to before. <laughs> no, I think they were just like, yeah, we're we just got got tired of each other. I'm like, oh. yeah. Um, I don't really. There's no other like celebrity couple I really like care about. I mean, I kind of idolize Will and Jada. I can't. Help oh, uh, yeah, they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be together yeah. forever. Yeah, 
Let's until like open, something bad happened, marriage yeah, allegations and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. That, that doesn't seem to bother that went right over my head. <laughs> just like, I was yeah, like, okay, whatever. Just them. Yeah, that's just them. That, that's what they do. <laughs> um, I don't really care for. I really, I don't know, because like when you do Beyonce wrong, I'm just like, I just don't care for you. Yeah, he became a scrub when Lemonade came out. It just didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to be like, oh no, baby, it was my fault. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, yeah, it was your fault. And that's why he didn't win any of those Grammys because like when you do Beyonce wrong, like it's, it's karma. It it's is. Bad karma. It sure is. They had you come there, sitting in the front row. You made Blue get out of the house, and she was just like, "This is not happening." Yeah, bad. she was. And just look like, what happened. Yeah, no. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. It's bad karma. That's it's called the Beyonce effect. Yep. yep. Look at Carrie Hilson. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> you say something bad about Beyonce, yeah. and nothing good comes to nope. you. Oh my gosh, it's so funny when you said um like Carrie. Um, I remember this big thing. It just resurfaced, like how. At the time when Ashanti and Beyonce ah, first came out, and they were just saying like Ashanti was gonna be bigger than Beyonce, and I'm just like, what? look at Ashanti now. Exactly. Ugh. No, just looking those not. baby hairs down. She looks good though. She does look good. Oh, <laughs> did you hear about like when she was in that Ciroc commercial, and then like she returned the bathing suit, and then like the like underwear of the bathing suit was like all filthy. Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, like the designer of the bathing suit, like put the picture on Instagram uh. of the like the bottoms, and she's just he's just like this is absolutely disgusting. Oh <laughs> like a shanti like boo boo did it. I don't know what it was, but it was like these brown stains or oh, something in no, the bottom, skin marks. and they're like yeah, maybe that was maybe, maybe it was. Like, <laughs> Yo, maybe it was like the makeup, like I don't know, but it was like it was uh, nasty. That's disgusting. It was so funny that. <laughs> but yeah, um, all this to say, Channing, Jenna. Yeah, fix yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to move on to questions with the guests. So give our audience members at home a little bit of um, a rundown about what you do. Okay, so um, I have my own lifestyle blog. It's my name, rakiag.com. And basically, so far, I've launched it, um, I want to say maybe the second or third week of September of last year. And it's all been basically... Um, lifestyle pieces. I talk about things that a lot of people don't want to talk about because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you know me, you know I'm a very outspoken person. I'm mm-hmm. a little nuts. But then I get to more of my, like, deeper, softer side and I talk about things that I've actually felt. And then the feedback that I've been receiving is a lot of people, even guys, like a lot of mm-hmm. my readers are actually guys. And um, they're just reaching out to me saying, yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, I felt that way before. I've been in this situation so many times, et cetera. And so basically, I want my platform to be a place where people can just open up. Mm-hmm. And um, from what I'm seeing, a lot of people are opening up. Oh my gosh, one time I posted something about relationship drama on my Insta snap, and I got like a flood of just responses. This one girl, she just told me like about how, like a whole novel about like how um, she doesn't want to be with her baby father. Like it got deep, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh my god, am I like the modern day Oprah? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's basically what I want to do with the site for now, and then I definitely want to collaborate with um, other creatives and definitely get into more deeper subjects, possibly like race issue subjects, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And um, see where it goes, just to expand. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, what's your writing background and where has your writing been seen before? So I've, um, so I went to Ryder University. Shout out to Ryder. Mm. Okay, I went, there like, <laughs> I went there like a couple weeks ago to see a basketball game and it's like really nice now. Are you kidding me? Uh, they have like a really like big hedge that says like Ryder. In the front. In the front, right? And then like. It was at a basketball game, and people actually like had school spirit. It was weird. Wow! I'm like, wow, people are. We actually went there during like here. the depression or something. Clearly. For real, like, we it, was, it was really weird. But continue. <laughs> um, wait, what was I talking about? <laughs> uh, you went to Ryder. Okay, yes, yeah, so I went to Ryder. Um, studied journalism. I've been doing journalism since maybe the eighth grade when I was in high school. I obviously did like yearbook stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, took journalism classes. So then when I went to Ryder, I kept up with that. But then also just did communications in general. So my minor was TV and radio. Mm-hmm. Did all the um, PR classes, stuff like that, well-rounded. And then through Ryder, I got internships at O Magazine, O the Oprah Magazine, mm-hmm. and then L Magazine. Ooh. And then from there, I just kept going within fashion. And then at one point, I wrote for a couple fashion places, freelance, stuff like that. But then I realized I didn't really care to talk about that because anyone can talk about um, a pair of shoes or mm-hmm. like what's in your purse. I hate what's in your purse pieces. <laughs> I don't care about what's in your purse. Like, no one cares. Like, it's really annoying. Mm-hmm. So I got tired of doing filtered stuff like that, which led me to go branch off into what I wanted to write about. Nice. Yeah. So 
there's like bloggers and then there's writers. <laughs> what do you think is the biggest difference between bloggers and writers? Um, dang, that's hard. Because even sometimes when I go out, I say I'm a blogger and then I'm like, oh, I'm a writer. But it's kind of like the same. I want to say writers... It can be like in different fields because, I mean, you can write and then you can be a journalist within that. So, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I feel like they both tie and tie. Blogging can just honestly can be about anything. Like, mm-hmm. there's food bloggers, which I wish I could do, but then I think I'll just be fat. Um, <laughs> there's like, you know, there's, there's bloggers about everything. And with writers, I think that's more so on the literature English side where they, mm-hmm. they do it like into more so books. Or they're trying to do more, not more constructive things, but I think there's a big... A little bit more of like substantial in there. Yeah, exactly. Like writing, I don't know how long it takes to write a book because I mean, celebrities do it all the time, but I don't know what their team is helping them with. Mm -hmm. But other people that like went to school for like strictly English and became like want to become teachers and stuff like that. And then they write in their spare time. I think that's more so of what a writer would entail. And then Mm -hmm. with bloggers, it's literally... I mean, I'm a blogger, so that's what I call myself. <laughs> like, it's about things that I really want to write about. I want to have control over that stuff. So I think that would be the big difference. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. So on the on the site, there's also, like, a lot of, like, you got a lot of fashion sense. <laughs> um, so how did you get an interest in fashion? Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. So the first two years, maybe, four, no, maybe the first three years, I glowed up in college at the senior year. So... <laughs> Like, those first three years, I didn't know what the hell I was wearing. Like, I just, I didn't have that eye that I have now. It was mm-hmm. really bad. Like, if when I look back on it, like, you have those on this day posts from Facebook. And you're like, And I'm oh, just like, my what God. happened? Why did these guys want me? What the hell <laughs> was I thinking? So, I think um, interning at Oprah, mm-hmm. it kind of, like, it, it opened me up to different designers that mm-hmm. I never saw before. Obviously, I couldn't afford all of them, but the ones that were affordable, it's like, okay, I can see what they do here. And then I'm like a super big Rihanna fan, and it's just like she can put on anything, and it kind of looks good. He yeah. loves Rihanna. Oh, yeah, she's 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 that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think it just started as I kept interning with other fashion places, stuff like that, I just started making sense in my head as to what looks good and what looks mm-hmm. bizarre. Because I mean, yeah, Lady Gaga could look could wear something bizarre. That's Lady Gaga, but I'm I'm still Rakia. Like I can't mm-hmm. wear bizarre stuff till I'm up there, you know? And I have that until <laughs> I have that like I guess that stance where everyone does is just like, okay, that's something Rakia would do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like how it is with Rihanna. Something Rihanna yeah. would do. How would you describe your personal style? Um it's it's I think it's more so retro, like it can change up at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a matchy person. I don't care for things like that. Like how there's there's like little baby fashion guidelines of like not matching prints and stuff. I would do the opposite. Mm-hmm. But then it would still coordinate. So I think my yeah, my style is just it depends on my mood. Like, definitely. Um Right now, I'm more so into just wearing baggy stuff and being comfy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then maybe in the summer, I might just switch it up. But it's definitely um maturing. I could say that much from college because I got good lord. I don't know what I was wearing in college. Like freshman year, <laughs> it's funny because like in high school I used to wear. I used to be like this is like the, when the trend was. What was it like 2010 mm-hmm. when you would wear just like a shirt and then like a big chunky belt over the shirt. Yes, and like it didn't fit, but it was like a look. It was a look. That was freshman <laughs> year. That was college. Yeah. yeah. And then I had short little skirts and like high chunky boots yeah and i would just strut around like <laughs> the hallways in high school with my like that outfit Ugh. and then i would i got to college and i'm just like you know i'd rather like be more comfortable yeah so college was sweat uggs and yeah mm-hmm. uggs and sweats and a hoodie mm-hmm. that was uniform at school and well for us because i mean if you were if we were to went to like howard or something mm-hmm. or like oh, hampton they dress howard. up like every day yeah it's what like always a look yeah, and mm-hmm. it's just like you get ridiculed if you just want to be comfy and not put on your eyebrows for the day. Like, it's sometimes your eyebrow pencil runs out, and then you're like, <laughs> "What are you going to do?" Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to look like I like being relaxed. Even when mm-hmm. I go out now, I think because I'm older, I hate going to clubs. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't go if I'm not in like a, a section or something. Like I gotten bougie and cheap, <laughs> so I'm just not sit down. No, and not move. no, I'm good. <laughs> so, who are some of the writers who have influenced your writing style, or were you just like, this is how I'm gonna write and I'm gonna just do it? Um, 
I don't think I, I mean, I, not necessarily writers, but definitely celeb, mm, okay, I can take that back. Claire Summers, she definitely has influenced me. Summers. Claire From Summers. Fashion Bomb Daily. Oh, let me write Summers, I always yes. mess up her last name. Mm-hmm. But she, because she, I mean, she took that, she didn't even go to school for journalism, that's the crazy thing, she studied, like, French. Mm-hmm. And, um. It's always the ones who don't write. Yeah, and then they just end up getting, great like, writers. blessed. Mm-hmm. So, she's one person, um, Nicole, uh, Bitchy. She's so nice. Yes. Okay, I met her, like, last May, mm-hmm. and then I saw her again in, I think, January, and she's like, oh my god, how are you, Jaina? I'm like, mm, <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, how do you remember? I didn't think she would, but that yeah. was super cool. She's nice. And it's, what is it, Exo Nicole now? It's not now, Nicole. Yeah, now it's But Exo I mean, Nicole. I still, in my head, I'm just like, yeah, Nicole Vigie. Nicole Vigie. I used to be on that site faithfully in college. Mm. It was so bad. It was it was bad. But um, when she did the transition to Exo Nicole, I was like, that's, and her reasoning behind it, mm-hmm. it was like really mm-hmm. thoughtful. It was, was really, like, yeah, really that's thought, well thought out. Yeah. I used to go to her site after I realized Perez Hilton was like the worst. Oh, he's like a troll. <laughs> he's so gross. Yeah. So I started reading her site afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be it. I don't really, I mean, I don't, I'm more so like, I'm inspired by like Oprah, people like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Issa. Ugh. Like people like that. As far as writing, it's just, some people have it, some people don't. Mm-hmm. I don't read everything that's out there. Yeah. When did you realize you wanted to be a writer? In like the eighth grade, I wrote <laughs> one of my um, teachers. I'm in con- I'm still in contact with him. One of my favorite teachers. He um, lives in North Carolina, mm-hmm. but uh, I was like his star student um, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and he came to the school in like I think the sixth grade, and then he he came for the athletic program, and then he transitioned. Into, he was already a teacher, mm-hmm. but then they needed more staff, so they hired him or whatever as a teacher, and still for athletic stuff. But um, he he was the one person that pushed me to get into like creative writing and really mm-hmm. like. Not sounding, not figuring out my voice because I was only like what twelve, thirteen. You still mm-hmm. don't even write about weird shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, he uh pushed me into writing because he realized that was my strong suit. So then we, my my um middle school, well my elementary school period was from grades kindergarten to eighth grade, and I was oh the my first. Gosh. I, was, I was there my whole life, <laughs> and um I was the first eighth in the first eighth grade graduating class. Mm-hmm. So we had to like did, do everything. So I was like in charge of newspaper. I was doing all these things, and then he was just like, yeah, "That's gonna take you places. I want you to keep up with that." And I always did. Aww. Yeah, he reads my site all the time. He's just like, "I'm so proud of you. Like you're the daughter I that's always so wanted. Nice. Yeah, like that's 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 my guy. Yeah." Shout out to that teacher. <laughs> Mr. Bug. <laughs> Mr. Bug? Yeah, B-U-G-G. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Bug. <laughs> Have there been any, like, every writer has them, but, like, what's been, like, the biggest pitfall on, like, your writing journey that almost, like, took you out? Um, when, I guess it would be, I think I've spoken about this on my site. It's mm-hmm. when you're in those moments of uncertainty mm-hmm. and you kind of just don't know where you want to go in life. That can really set people back for a while. Because, I mean, honestly speaking, everyone that graduates from college obviously doesn't get the job they want. <laughs> Especially Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> okay? You owe a lot of money. You can't really mm-hmm. do anything because they want to hold your transcripts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 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 just backwards sometimes. So, I think after college, I had that, that point of just, I didn't know what I was doing. I was working, like, a minimum wage job. Like, really discouraging. You're trying everything. And then all the bills are starting to pile up. And it's just a lot. So I think moments like that is that's some like a moment like that for me. That's definitely when I was just like, all right, I just need to get something to make ends meet and just put off my dream for now, mm-hmm. just to survive. And that can really because some people they end up getting something that they didn't want ever, and they get comfortable, mm-hmm. and then they never go back to what they wanted to do mm-hmm. in the first place. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely like I guess like not yeah, you can say rock bottom would be like a turning point. Ugh, that's always the scariest. Yeah. When was my rock bottom? I don't think it was a rock bottom, but it was like a realization in the middle of my internship after college that I didn't want to do that. And mm-hmm. I like spent so much time wanting to do that. So like when I like um, was interviewing for Vibe, like for the internship, I was like, I don't have any clips, like music clips. But then yeah. I'm like, oh, I've been writing on a blog for like ever. <laughs> and then I'm like, I have a blog. And then they're like, oh, this is good enough. And here I am. Yeah. So that was kind of scary because I'm like, oh, I like spent all this time wanting to be this and now mm-hmm. I want to be this. Yeah. So it's like, ugh, that's kind of scary. That's like people that 
start off going to school for like bio and then end up wanting to do freaking engineering or something or mm-hmm. like music engineering like they mm-hmm. want to be producers and stuff now yeah yeah it happens yeah one of my friends actually just quit her like job like she spent all this money to go to school to be like a special ed teacher and now she's like yeah i don't that's not for me and i'm like girl i think, <laughs> I think some days you just wake up and it's just like i really this is not for me yeah but I'm, it's also like really brave to just be like I'm going to not do this anymore. I'm going to just, like, you know, try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's scary, but, like, I think it's actually super brave. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> so what's been the most important post that you've written so far? I want to say the intro piece, which I call pilot, because that basically set the tone for what was to come mm-hmm. um, for all of my pieces. Um 20 something was which was dedicated to my 25th birthday and like backtracking like journey wise how far I've come and what I want to do and um the last not the last one that I posted not a sold out the piece before that um when I did the super fire uh snow shoot Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I remember that I remember what I called it but that one that one I got a lot of feedback on like a lot what's been like what's like some of the feedback you typically get from the site it's a lot of people just saying like they're just happy someone else said it because i felt like i was going through this thing and i didn't know who to talk to type Mm -hmm. thing where like a lot of people just agreeing and actually finding themselves within my words Mm -hmm. and i love that that's the best part about like just doing your own site and just have it like writing what you want to write rather Mm -hmm. than like having a prompt and pick from like five topics i hate that Mm-hmm. So, um, I, yeah, I want to say those, I said like three pieces. Yeah. Those three definitely are like top three favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to be in like a certain mood or like mental state to write a piece or you're just like, it's time to write? Yeah. Sometimes it just randomly hits me when I'm supposed to be doing something else. Like I write for, um, on the side, you know, side hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I write for the Maria Antoinette. She's a YouTuber. Thanks. <laughs> and, um, they, they're like that, like you just have to, she wants beauty pieces, lifestyle pieces, DIY, stuff like mm-hmm. that. She just got like a cool gig with HGTV. Oh. Yeah, she's doing a lot. So, um, where was I going with this? Oh, when it's like one time I'm supposed to be writing an article for her and I think of something, I'm like, no, actually this can actually go for my site. Like that's the type of stuff I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I procrastinate still. I don't know. College didn't really affect that because <laughs> I think I procrastinate the most in college. I post every two weeks. Okay. And um, that's like a pretty decent. Thing. Yeah, because I didn't want to, since I wasn't sure how to go about promoting myself, because it's all self promotion. I'm doing it on my Instagram, basically. <sighs> oh my God, I was just thinking about self promotion today. It's hard. Oh my God. I'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> it's hard. So usually I try to have my piece written by the Sunday, and then I will either post it on Monday or Tuesday. Like mm-hmm. If I want to tweak it, Tuesday. Last week I posted Wednesday because I just. I just was being anal about everything. So mm-hmm. um, most nights I do it I, I do it that same day, Sunday. Sometimes I already know what I want to write based on the flow of how the, the articles are going. Mm-hmm. And also for some reason, even though the photos really don't match, unless I went to an event, the photos as well. It's just mm-hmm. like, does this go with this word? Like, it's weird how I think about that. Um, so definitely the night before, I'll be up until like three just writing stuff. And then there's just <laughs> random times where I'm supposed to be doing assignments for other things. And um, you just get like a I burst just, of in- yes, inspiration. Yes, and I would just not stop writing, and then it's just done. And I'm like, see, oh. like that's the best thing about being a writer because like when you really get in that zone, there's like nothing that can stop you. Like mm-hmm. one of my editors the other day, uh, she likes to ask questions to distract herself from doing her work. <laughs> so she was like, Jaina, do you like to read more or write? And I'm like, write. And she's like, why? I'm like, because when you're in the zone and you write, you could just you could be done with something instantly because you're like so like honed in on it yeah i think it's so much fun to do that yeah i like those random like bursts of inspiration yes i'm just like for it Ah, like i would have just like four documents it would be like four different ideas Mm -hmm. and then i can just do them all at the same time it's really weird i don't know how that happens (laughs) it's good though yeah i think that's really nice and focused and productive yeah speaking okay so self-promotion oh my god okay so like i was thinking about this to the other day because and then I continued the thought process today because like I don't get my kicks from Instagram like Twitter's my thing mm-hmm. I do my viral thing and then I like I'm done <laughs> so like Instagram I'm just like hey I did this and you like I have this thing called Linktree mm-hmm. so you can have like all your different like yeah like, I saw it. yeah mm-hmm. so like 
Um, it's funny because like you can post a picture of like something that you did and then you go to Linktree and only, I think only six people clicked it, mm-hmm. but I had like a hundred, more than a hundred likes on the picture. And I'm just like, so you guys will like a picture of me when I'm with a celebrity, but you won't actually do the work yeah and like it. read it. And it's just like really frustrating. That's so funny because today I was telling like a coworker that I was coming to like do a podcast and mm-hmm. whatnot. And then she was like, for what? I'm like, oh, I'm just going to like be there, you know co-host whatever mm-hmm. talk about my site and then she was like oh my god your site like you never showed me and i'm like you like every picture on my instagram so which annoying. is promoting the articles so i'm just like you just don't read the captions you just no, like the picture that's so annoying yeah and she was like yeah no that's, and that's, that's like, not the i point. think that's the hard <laughs> thing about being like a writer or a journalist it's because like you do all this stuff and you're you're passionate about it and that's how you like make your bread and butter Mm -hmm. and then like people are like oh like that's really cool but then they won't actually support it Mm -hmm. and that's i think that's really just like the worst part of it it's so disheartening what i was worried about before launching it because i said in april of last that's crazy oh my god in april of last (laughs) year (laughs) um i had posted that i'm gonna launch a site or whatever Mm -hmm. and i just kept pushing it back because i was just like worried and and stuff and that's Mm -hmm. what i wrote about in my first piece pilot i was just like i just i I held back because I was worried about what other people would think. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. why would I care in the first place? That's you literally know? why I stopped caring. Like, it's disheartening to see, like, only seven people click the link that 120 people liked or something like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I'm still getting paid to do that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to read it, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, this is what I love to do. You don't have to support. But those who do, like... Thanks. I'm forever grateful. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'll never know who clicked those links, but it's always <laughs> nice. Um, so what's your biggest aspiration as a writer? I think I just, I want the writing to speak for itself. Like, I want to be able to not have a nine to five and have my site just pay for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, like, I've reached out to certain brands to do collaborations and stuff, but then it's just the whole, like, the way the world is set up now with, like, numbers and likes mm-hmm. and stuff, it makes it really yep. annoying. Because mm-hmm. it's not hard, it's just annoying. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, easily anyone can buy followers. But it's just, like, I my following gain, like, grew from me posting. So i rather mm-hmm. do it the normal way than, like, the, the, like, the generic way. Like, just be normal. I don't feel like I need to do more than I have to to get like views and whatnot. Like everything mm-hmm. will come when the time is right. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to have my platform speak for itself. Like I'm really trying to be like Oprah out here. I really am. Like I really <laughs> love her. <laughs> Working for her was like the best. Did you ever, did she ever like come to the office? No, she came oh, like a damn. week after <gasps> and then posted, like had the audacity to post on Instagram. <laughs> Oprah, what are you doing? And I was just like, y'all had me here with Gail the whole time. Oh, Gail's cool, though. She is. She's really nice. We had to, like, dress her a couple times for, like, Ooh. events. But, yeah. And then also with the site, since it's so focused on, like, real-life issues and stuff like that, mm-hmm. kind of want I think I want to get into, like, motivational speaking or, like, being on panels, mm-hmm. like, self-love panels, mm-hmm. girl power, stuff like that. Definitely think that's what... I'm aspiring to go for. Awesome. Yeah. How are you hoping to like inspire other young writers through your work? I just want other young writers to just get like the fear part is always going to be there, but you just have to really get over that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like as soon as you like find what you're into, you just have to go for it. Because I mean, you're the only person holding you back. Like mm-hmm. you don't have a gun pointed to your head. No one's saying, yeah, you're not going to, even if there's people that's just like, you know, like those fake friends that are kind of like, they would like say jokes, like little mean condescending jokes, but like mm. uh, in a funny way. Don't, no offense, but yeah, those people. You don't need those people around you because deep down they're like not trying to see you win, and you should mm-hmm. always want to see yourself win. And uh, yeah, like with my sister, I don't know what the hell she wants to do with her life, but um, <laughs> she's still sassy somehow, as hell. Oh my gosh, she's just she's so sassy. She was a promzilla. I was really stressed out. Already prom? Well, she was in just junior prom, oh, so okay, they okay. did it before um, Easter. I was stressed out. I can't do it. I just don't <laughs> want to do it ever again. Um, but with her, I'm just like, with whatever you want to do, just do it. Like, mm-hmm. Claim it. That's that's what you have to do in order to get to where you want to be. Absolutely. Yeah. What are some of your like top lifestyle tips, or what are some of the like, um, not mantras? But 
what is the word? Oh my God, I hate when I do that. <laughs> my hand movements when I'm thinking. Uh, not mantras, but I would say um, lessons that you've learned in the past mm-hmm. through writing that you take with you all the time. Um, definitely don't hold back. Um, I, I, I just think being confident in yourself no matter what you want to do is just always key. Because it's easily it's easy to get discouraged mm-hmm. over the smallest things. You know, girls especially, we just have really weird emotions and we just mm-hmm. up and down. Mercury retrograde, not my best friend. Oh my God. So is it almost <laughs> over? Because like I, I, I think feel it's like over in mid April. <laughs> mad overwhelmed. My thing yeah. is like since I'm a Leo, like we every time it's Mercury retrograde, we spend a lot of money when we don't need to. <laughs> and I'm like I need to stop spending money. Oh, my gosh. My horoscope, it, it has me tripping sometimes because it's, like, really accurate. Mm-hmm. Like, one day, like, it would say, there, it was so funny. One day, it said, oh, you need to claim your feelings. You need to go out and do what you got to do. Blah, blah, blah. Then the next day, it was like, you were overreacting. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? That's uh, that's how I felt. I was like, yeah, no, maybe I shouldn't. You know, like, that shit's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, What else I said? Like, be confident. Um don't stress i think stress Mm. is a sickness yes actually a disease because when you stress about things like you your whole body can change up like Mm -hmm. every your habits would change up zits sweating oh my god just me (laughs) so bad yes like my skin has just been like all over the place lately i don't know what the hell is going on um yeah definitely don't stress um and I think, well, for me personally, I do a lot of self-care things and mm-hmm. not just, like, spending all my money on, like, shoes and treat yourself. No, I'm not going to spend money. I need to, I have shit to do. I need to move. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but as far as just, like, meditating, mm-hmm. thinking to myself, I'm a big planner person. I have a big calendar on my wall mm-hmm. to think everything through. I have my little planner that I keep with me everywhere I go. Even at my job, they know don't touch my freaking planner because <laughs> I'll be off. So, um, and then with planning, I, it's crazy because, like, I, they got me, my coworkers got me my planner for my birthday because mm-hmm. they knew I was, like, a freak about it. And then, um. I started writing stuff, and then, like, as the months have been going, I'm just finding random things that I said I wanted to do, and they're kind of happening, and I'm just like, oh, oh that's cool. See, I love the power of manifestation. Yeah, exactly. The so, best. <laughs> yeah, those would be my, like, tips. <laughs> awesome. So our last segment is, it's usually kind of polarizing, but it's called <laughs> Unpopular Opinions, mm-hmm. and we just talk about unpopular opinion that we might have. You go first. Okay. <laughs> this isn't really in an opinion. It's more like science that makes it an unpopular opinion. Um, cilantro tastes like soap. Soap? To me. And here's why. And it's like people get upset about like when I say that. But like let me read an article about it. It's actually like a scientific like thing <laughs> that makes you like really not like it. But mm. I don't – I. Uh, okay, science. Expl- this is from the Huffington Post. Science explains why cilantro tastes like soap for some people. Um, if you are one of those anti-cilantro folks, at least you know it's not really your fault and you can blame your parents. Um, scientists were able to pin down most cilantro haters as people with, uh, as people with a shared group of olfactory receptor genes called OR6A2 that pick up the smell of aldehyde chemicals. Aldehyde chemicals are found in both cilantro and soap. So, like, when I eat cilantro, <laughs> it's so, like, oh, it's nauseating to me, but, uh-huh. I, like, I can't help it. Yeah. So, it's, like, it's it's an unpopular opinion because, like, they don't have that gene. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that's, like, it's like, and it's so funny because, like, after I, I've been getting, like, berated because I remember, <laughs> when did I bring it up? I think I bought it up at the office maybe, like, two, maybe, maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. and I was, like, you guys, like, I'm like, I think they're like, oh, cilantro is like my favorite. What is it? A spice? It's, it's a, a spice. It's like, a, they're like, oh, it's my herb. favorite. Maybe it's an herb. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, like cilantro is like my favorite herb. I'm like, oh, I think cilantro tastes like soap. And they're like, what? And they're like freaking out. I'm like, no, but like, it's my genes. I'm like, I'm not purposely wanting it to taste like soap. Yeah. It's just like, it just does. Like, mm-hmm. I can't help it. I had rice not too long ago. I had rice at like from this spot the other day. And it was such good rice. And I ate it, and I was like, ah! And they're like, what's the matter? I'm like, there's cilantro in it. Oh they're like, gosh. they're like, you need to calm down. Like, you need to stop disrespecting cilantro. I'm like, I can't help but disrespect it because I, it just, that's what it tastes like. Like, you know how some people, like, 
are colorblind and you're like, oh, this is blue. They're like, no, that looks more like a brown. Oh, like when, you know, those stupid dresses went viral. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kind of. So it's like, it's like we can't help what happens and we can't help like what we taste. Like, like most like, like colorblind people can't help what they see. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's just us. Yeah. It's just how you feel. Yeah. It's it's like, there's a lot of people that, and it was funny. I got my um, genealogy results not too long ago Mm -hmm. and they had like little tidbits of like, oh, like you're 23% more likely to have frizzy hair or something like that. And one of them said like, you're 17% more likely to think uh, cilantro tastes like soap. I'm like, yeah. So it's like in my genes. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy. (laughs) I wonder like, which parent or which side of the family that gene is from? I have to ask my dad. And then I'll that, ask like, that a couple. That really popped up on the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it said something about frizzy hair. And then I screenshot the cilantro one and I told, I sent it to my sister. I'm like, look. And she's that like. so funny. I think, I asked her the other day if she thinks it tastes like soap. She said like, sometimes it doesn't taste good. Mm-hmm. So maybe she now like. I'm going to think gets about it, it when bit. I eat it because you just. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can't, it's just like, I, it's just something, it's an unpopular opinion that I can't help. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my unpopular opinion this week. Cilantro <laughs> tastes like soap to me. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> I can't help it though. Like it just, and it really just ruins everything. Like I remember the first time I, I, I didn't have cilantro for a long time. Like I think the first time I had cilantro was in a sandwich at like College Humor when I was interning there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we all got the same sandwich. And I'm like, did anyone else like taste something weird? And they're like, no, this is like a delicious sandwich. I'm like, yeah, it was good for the most part. But like. There was like a weird taste. And they're like, oh, it's probably like your cilantro. I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. And then I just kept tasting it. And then I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I'm just like, (laughs) let me. And then I Googled it. I'm like, oh, okay. But every time I have it, it's like a very sour, kind of like metallic-y, weird taste. And I'm like, dang, of all the people, I'm the one who gets berated because I can't (laughs) eat a cilantro. But I like basil. Like, that's a good spice. Uh, yeah. Basil's my favorite of the spices, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, that's mine. <laughs> um, I think I think mine would be that I just feel like maybe this is a white people thing. I think, I just think America maybe. Just, you know, because we're all, America sucks. So, I think they overuse avocado. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I think, I don't think personally that avocado belongs on everything and i'm seeing all these places and it's an avocado bar and i'm like what the hell else can you do with an avocado like why are you making the sandwich and the bread the buns are avocado like (laughs) what are you doing that that's and then i tell this to people and it's like you're crazy i love it i put it on everything but it wasn't made to it doesn't i don't think you need to put avocado on everything like it tastes good on toast yes it tastes good on some burgers yes but I'm telling you. What what else did they put? There's like avocado chips. Yeah, they're just Ooh. doing the most. Guacamole, breakfast stuff. This, it should be, that's what I'm saying. It should be like guacamole. Like the normal things that avocado was made for. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you're making a burger and it's literally like you're eating a whole avocado. I don't even think you're not, <laughs> supposed, to, you're not supposed to eat that much in one sitting. Like I don't think. <laughs> Avocados like on it's their own have taste. a very weird taste. Yes, because like my parents are Caribbean. So like. Yep shout out <laughs> like when we do like breakfast like recently for easter there was like saltfish there was like uh all the other stuff that we have um and of course we have avocado and it's just like we sliced it put salt and pepper and ate it with everything else mm, that's no. normal but with that, that for me like, i don't do it all the time because mm, again avocado like every so like often weird. it's just, yeah because it has a yeah it has a very strange taste i can't describe what yes. an avocado tastes so like, imagine an weird. avocado burger thing that they're just and it's just about. a burger like that's weird, like the right? bread is the avocado. It's literally like they peeled the avocado and slapped something between it, like cut it in Oof. half. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I had an avocado kick in like the summer, and then mm-hmm. I got over it because I actually tasted like a plain old avocado. Like, yeah, was without like, no, stuff. this is really boring. Like usually, if I put like if I have like avocado toast, I put like a little bit of lemon juice on it, salt, red pepper flakes, and. Like flavor it up. Like you, you, yeah. like you gotta spice up avocado because yeah. it doesn't taste good on its own. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't. It's kind of gross. Yeah, I think white people ruined it. They just ruin everything. <laughs> and then they say like, "Oh, millennials, like you, you dumb millennials, only have avocado toast." And I'm like, "You got." There's like a generalization because like, 
My friend, my my friend actually called me basic because I I told her I don't really care for it. I feel like it's a little bit more basic to say you do care for avocados because it's like they're everywhere. Exactly. Like there's a lot of things that are like now a, a a little bit of an unpopular opinion. I don't like when people say that pumpkin is basic because pumpkin is delicious. It is pumpkin anything. I love pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin like. Uh, those pumpkin spice lattes are pretty good, mm-hmm. even though I'm not the really Duncan like a one. coffee person. Yes, the Dunkin' one. The Dunkin' one. Um, I'm a huge fan of pumpkin pie. bread, pumpkin pie. Um, if you ever like roasted pumpkin seeds, Mm-mm. oh, <laughs> if you like roast pumpkin seeds, seeds and like put a little like stuff on them, mm-hmm. oh, they're so good. Um, what else is good? There's this like drink at like this ice cream parlor by my house. It's like pumpkin and vanilla and marshmallow and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll get that every time. It's five bucks, but I'll be like, <laughs> nah, it's worth the five bucks. I love that thing. Uh, yeah, pumpkin. I feel like people need to stop calling pumpkin basic and switch that for avocado. Yeah, seriously, because <laughs> they just ruined it. They ruined everything. <laughs> Justice for avocado. Seriously, I just I'm tired of seeing it. Now there's like a little emojis and shit. Just <laughs> do you know you can eat like a avocado seed? Why would like you the do big that? thing? I don't know. I don't eat know how you would eat it. I don't know. I feel like it's so big you choke on it. Yeah, unless they like cut it up, cracked it or something. Oh yeah, maybe like I crack- just don't think it's edible. I think it is though. Oh my god. I think if you like mash it and like maybe put it in like a drink. No. Like a smoothie? I'm good. No. <laughs> like, you know, people put, like, walnuts. Like, I mean, you can put, like, the avocado seed. Uh-uh. That's just weird. See? That's something. That's probably at the avocado bar. It's freaking weird. <laughs> Where do they have avocado bars? In the city. Where else? Oh, you're right. It's either going to be in the city, which it is, or, like, in California somewhere. Yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like they're really big about avocado there. Yep. Oh, man. Avocado. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> That's all for and friends with Jana Jefferson. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JNA Jefferson and then follow the show on Instagram at and friends podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, the podcast app and Google play where you can stay up to date on new episodes when they become available. And if you'd like to be a guest host, like our friend Rakia, hit us up at and friends guest at gmail.com. And we're going to keep in touch. So extreme thanks to my guest host for today, Rakia, no for being awesome. So do you have anything to promote on your end? Um, no, not, well, I mean, obviously I post twice a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing collaborations with other people coming soon. Ooh. Of course, like follow me on Instagram at Racky Smacky. <laughs> <laughs> R-A-K-I-S-M-A-K-I. And that's basically where I promote my site and everything and any events that I'm going to, stuff like that. A lot of cool stuff is, is happening soon. So, yeah, yeah, that's the way to find me. <laughs> uh, speaking of cool stuff, uh, I'm in a panel on Saturday. Uh, I'm talking about my experiences as a journalist, a female journalist, because those are the two things I know most about, <laughs> being a female and being a journalist. Mm-hmm. So that's April 7th. The official location is 519 8th Avenue, 12th floor. The tickets are $10. I believe they're still on sale. Um, it's at 1 o'clock p.m., so come see me and a couple really cool chicks talk about journalism. Like, honestly, if you could spend $10 on avocado toast, <laughs> you could spend $10 to hear us talk about really substantial things going on. In the journalism field. Um, I think that's all I have to promote. And then I wrote a really cool article. Um, You can look at my social media if you want to read it. Yeah, that's that's basically that. Um, Happy April. April is here. And it's like... And it's January still 20, 20 degrees out. Oh, you know, but then it's going to be like 70 tomorrow. Did you know that? Are we kidding? No. Really? Mm-hmm. And then it said, yes, last night it said it was going to snow two days oh, after, but then no. it switched to rain. So I don't know what's going on. We're all going to die, most likely. One um. of my, one of my friends is into science and stuff, and I saw her yesterday, and we were talking about how like it shouldn't be like this in April. And she's like, well, actually, on the contrary. Um, <laughs> she's like, it's supposed to be like, it could technically be cold like this until like May 15th. What? Because of like some sort of weather. I mean, phenomenon. I know it usually honestly when once it's that first day of spring, it does usually snow that first weekend. Always. Like I, mm. I do remember this. But it's now so it's just getting out of hand because <sighs> yesterday it took me like an hour to drive to work and then when I got off work it it's like it never happened. I'm so tired of it. Yeah, I'm over. Yeah, it, it says tomorrow, Wednesday is sixty three and thunderstormy. 
Thursday is 47 and partly cloudy. Friday is 59 and rainy. And Saturday is a rain-snow mix. See? 43. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just what are we doing? Yeah. This is how people get sick. And the worst thing about all this is like it is spring. And then like the weather, like the because of this weather, the flowers aren't blooming when they're supposed to. So I'm going to – all them, all the flowers are going to bloom all at once and I'm gonna be swollen. Yeah, and I'm gonna itchy. Be really bad. I get the same way. It's when, gonna start in like when Ryder used to cut the grass. Oh, absolutely every not. I have to close my window day. and I'm gonna be sweating. I would have to close the window, put like a damp towel on my eyes, <laughs> and take like two Claritins and so- and stuff. I had to miss class. Like I couldn't see. It was bad. Oh my god! I remember yeah. one time my allergies were so bad. I don't think I went to class. I think I like had to skip class maybe once because like my allergies were like. So mm-hmm. bad. I'm like, or you would be that kid and you had like snot coming out of your nose and you had all these tissues near you. Much. And they're like, can you breathe? And I'm like, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'm fine. <laughs> no, but nah, the weather is really screwing everybody over. Definitely. I'm over it. <laughs> so before the show like officially, officially ends. Um, so we hate Donald Trump. Of course. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How could you still support him? But anyway, um, before, like when the show like first began, we said like an F you to him to close out the show, and now that we're like trying to be better, we do like uh like what he could like a uh, more progressive, productive like what he can do instead of tweeting. So like any random thing he could do instead of doing what he's doing now that could like maybe help him in the long run. So I think instead of tweeting this week, Donald Trump needs to get a handle on that Stormy Daniels because she is out here spilling that tea. Oh my she is out for blood. And I think you just need to like let, like, I don't know, pay her off or something. Like do something mm-hmm. to like ease your own situation because it's not looking good for him, which is fine because yeah, like I mean, if he gets out, he gets out. But yeah, get a, get a hold on that girl. <laughs> that was a sad interview. Basically, someone like followed her in the parking lot and was like, "Oh, you have a beautiful daughter. It's a shame if something like happened to her mother." What? Like, who does that? Is that some scary shit? That's some scandal shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, but Storm was out here spilling that tea. I'm like, "Girl, go ahead." Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love. I stand Stormy <laughs> But what do you think he should do instead of tweet? Resign. <laughs> Just go away. Throw the presidency away. Just but then go we away. get Pence. He's like, it's just, you know, Omarosa it's just said a good... he's worse. Oh, she needs to not speak ever. You know what's crazy? Like her, like watching her roast people on their show, like it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of amusing. Like she just, I don't think she has a soul. Like she's just so <laughs> she's just damaged worst. with whatever. I don't know what the hell happened for her to get to that, t- like to the person that she is today. Mm-hmm. It's really amusing. Like, it's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be feeling bad for the host or if I'm just like, damn, she's really a bitch. Like, she's I don't just know. really awful. Like, I remember when she was on The Surreal Life on VH1, like mm-hmm. when that show was on, and she was always so nasty to Janice Dickinson. She called her like a coke oh, whore yeah. and said that she needs to have her kids taken away from her. I'm like, what is this woman's problem? Like, that's that, what I'm saying. Like, I had what never... happened to her to make her She didn't such get an enough hugs, person. maybe, as a child. Someone, she wasn't loved enough for sure. Definitely, because Amorosa is just vapid. Like, mm. she's the worst. Yeah. But yeah, resign. Bye, Donald. Yeah, we hate bye. you. We um, the, um, we'll see you in two weeks uh, for a new episode of And Friends with a new guest. I think everyone's going to like this guest. I'm excited. Rakia knows him. I'll tell you when we're done. <laughs> but um, we're going to have a lot of fun. So tune in in two weeks and we'll be back. Thanks. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs>